Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We are in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 today, starting in verse 1. Are we beginning to praise ourselves again? Are we like others who need to bring you letters of recommendation or who ask you to write such letters on their behalf? Surely not. The only letter of recommendation we need is you yourselves. Your lives are a letter written in our hearts. Everyone can read it and recognize our good work among you. Clearly, you are a letter from Christ showing the result of our ministry among you. This letter is not written with pen and ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. It is carved not on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. We are confident of all this because of our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. He has enabled us to be ministers of his new covenant. This is a covenant not of written laws, but of the Spirit. The old written covenant ends in death, but under the new covenant, the Spirit gives life. Have you ever applied for a job? And I'd wager that many of you probably have, and it's entirely possible that in the application process, that your potential employer would ask for something called a reference. And this is a written or permission or uh, a verbal permission that is granted by one person to you so that you can use them to speak on their behalf. The reference is the proof from others that you are a good worker. This is either from a former boss or a close family or friend. Uh, what you have then is somebody speaking on your behalf, proving that what you have to offer is what you say, that you are going to work hard, that you are worth giving this job opportunity to. The Corinthians here are confronted with people who are asking for Paul's reference letter. And Paul knows that he's got his work cut out for him here. He knows that he's got some hard work ahead of him, that while he's writing this letter from a distance, he acknowledges that there are false teachers that are there in person, and very likely they'd be trying to twist whatever it was that Paul was writing to the Corinthians. This is why he asks this rhetorical question in verse 1. You know, are we beginning to praise ourselves again? Pointing us back to what we just covered in the end of chapter 2. Are we praising ourselves because of what Christ has done? Are we celebrating that this is our message? Don't be ridiculous. What Paul and co. have for references is the Corinthians themselves. Is Paul qualified? Is he uh, special enough to be able to share this message? Absolutely he is. Why? Not because he himself is qualified, but he will get into his qualifications later in this book. Don't worry, we'll get there. And they're pretty amazing qualifications to begin with. What he is looking at here is the qualifications. Do we have a reference letter? Do we need somebody to write this letter for us? No, that's you guys. You are our reference letter. Who is going to validate or prove that Paul is qualified to teach? This is the absurd mentality that the false teachers have as they are addressing the Corinthians. This is what Paul is trying to get them to realize. The absurd process that they are working through here is that Paul claims that Christ has given him the authority to teach. But, you know, who else is going to be able to speak for Paul? Jesus doesn't count. Who else is going to have this reference for Paul? How absurd, right? (laughs) You're just going to ignore the fact that Jesus Christ has given Paul the authority to say what he's saying. 
Paul is trying to get them to realize that Jesus is the qualifier. He is the one who has made Paul qualified to come and teach the way that he has. And if you need any sort of visible reference letter, it is the church. It is the Corinthians themselves. They are the proof of what God has done through Paul's message and ministry. You want that in writing? It's in your hearts. Paul here is not talking about an actual letter, but the fact that they have had the Spirit of God working in their hearts through the ministry of Paul, that anyone who would read it, quote-unquote, would recognize that God has been at work in their hearts within the church of Corinth. And that's really something that is not just beautiful, but unique and worth keeping in mind, that the reference letter here of the people who have been qualified to teach the gospel for us is the fact that God's work is being done in our hearts, that as the word is being proclaimed and taught, that our lives are being transformed. So all of that being said, what are some of the fruits that you've observed of God working in your own life? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.